Blixima, whatever that is. Yes, Blixima. Warning, Blixima may cause running down the hill, pooping your pants. Yeah, well, you mean Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) You mean Tuesday? Is that a future thing you're planning, or are we talking about something that happened last Tuesday? Or every Tuesday, Mm -hmm. like clockwork? Yeah, that one. Like clockwork. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course, yeah. You know, because it's Taco Tuesday. Uh, ipso I haven't facto. had tacos in four weeks, but still got it. <laughs> still, got, still got the trundling trots. You know the what I'm hanging saying? around. Trundling trots hanging around. That sounds like yeah. a hobo name, doesn't it? Uh, trundling trots? Yeah, that yep. like a blues. <laughs> yeah, that are like some sort of like unkept blues singer. <laughs> the world doesn't often talk about trundling trots. <laughs> Trundling trots. Uh. Hey, everybody. I'm Trundling Trots. I'm going to sing about the blues. You want to know what blues I sing about? The same song every Tuesday. I got <laughs> the trots. <laughs> I clop, clop, clop. Oh, no. I don't even want to know In what those clops my are. Pants. Oh, no. You know it's a mess. Oh dear. Trundling trots. He's got the clops. The cl- <laughs> Is Don't that stand a- behind him. Because you might like slip on him. Oh God. Bad voice don't rhyme. There ain't no crime. Oh, but you went for the easy one. The traps. Oh, what do you want me to do? Ain't no rhyme. Because it's prime time on Amazon Prime. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you hoping for? Yes, ain't no crime, prime time, prime rhyme. That's what you're getting from Trundle and Trots. Well. I told you he's an unkept blues singer. <laughs> Woo, let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Socket State Lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep us so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Saga. On today's episode, we're celebrating the amazing career of Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Born on November 30th in 1955 in Westbury, New York, Conway would go on to define the Cape Crusader for a generation, starring as Batman in over 14 animated movies and 15 different animated series, along with countless video game appearances. To quote Mark Hamill, it was one of those perfect scenarios where they got the exact right guy for the exact right part, and the world was better for it. I'm Forrest, and I'm joined as always by John, and Mr. Conroy, this one is for you. Cheers to you. Cheers to you, Mr. Conroy. Well, that was a shocking bit of news to receive last week. Would you not agree, John? At age... Just 66 years old, 
Yeah, he is a couple of weeks away from his 67th birthday. Yeah. I mean, I was the one who sent you the news saying this might be a rumor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that was not how I wanted to, I'm sure for a lot of people, that was not how I wanted to start my Friday. It was, uh, it was like a, a multitude of things tumbling. First I see that in the morning. I'm like, oh, no, come on. And I'm like, well, I got to I gotta walk Batman, my dog. And I was like, I got to walk him. Please, let's not this be true. I go outside, and underneath the table, like in our like our like shared area, is like a dead rat. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm already oh, no. I'm like I'm already like dealing with the consequence here, and everything is just starting. The souls slowly hit me, and then I see this thing. I'm like, why are you in my yard? So I come in and I tell, you know, Tanya, I'm like, look, uh, the news has Kevin Conroy's passed away. There's a dead rat in the backyard. I'm done with the day. Um, you know, like, I was <laughs> yeah. just like, uh, who like, could this, blame you? This is omens. I'm going upstairs. Um, you know, and it was just like a multitude of things. But that whole, like this whole weekend has just been kind of me just contemplating this and everything is just not expecting it at all i don't think anyone but probably his close family knew he was uh sick with uh what was it uh uh intestinal cancer oof that is rough yeah you know not unbeknownst to us certainly uh yeah. that he was fighting that for a long time but uh he definitely had one heck of a career. Everyone says very nice things about him, who's worked for him, at least based on my research, work with him, yeah. I should say. And he really had one of those irreplaceable voices. Uh, and he was, he really, really was Batman. He's the person that I compare all my Batmans to, uh, live action or animated. And it's mm -hmm. a tough act mm -hmm. to follow because one of the most magical things about Kevin Conroy and his performance was that he was equally good creating this persona as of Batman as he was of Bruce Wayne. Yep. And I think it's a sort of a difference that a lot of that people maybe take for granted because I think most other voice actors are good at one or the other, but not both. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's kind of like when you kind of compare other people's versions of certain characters, too. Yeah, it's like their portrayal of, you know, like a lot of people like Michael Keaton for his Bruce Wayne and maybe his Batman is okay. Mm -hmm. Or you might feel that way with Christian Bale. You're like, his Bruce Wayne is, you know, fantastic, but his Batman is terrible. That's not the case but you know what i mean like it yeah everyone sure everyone has people everyone have an opinion these, i'm sure yeah and everyone has these you know if you're george clooney you're bad all around <laughs> yeah george clooney you're not in the conversation please see yourself out of it uh mr kilmer please come up let's talk about uh, if you're a good batman or bruce wayne and i think he did a okay job but with kevin conroy you had like two very distinct personalities that just worked so well. Like his Bruce Wayne was believable as Bruce Wayne. His Batman was believable as Batman. And they still felt like they were the same 
like person, if that makes sense, versus yeah. kind of like this uh, divide or, you know, robot voice or, you know, like, it's not what you see underneath, but it's who you are inside, you know, and then that voice just keeps changing. No, it was always like, <laughs> the people of Gotham are good. <laughs> yeah, you got know, this. Sorry, my underbite is showing. Underbite? It's the mask. <laughs> Did he have an underbite? That I don't remember he, that one. There's a there is a part where like if you get him right, like if he's like hunched over or he's trying to be serious, you know, he just kind of like his his lower teeth just seem to be jutting out a little bit more. He's like, you know what you see inside, <laughs> who you are. And you're, you're drifting into McGruff. Well, no, this, my McGruff is like this. I'm crime talk. Remember, come on. Well, come no, on. listen. I, I, but that's what if that's McGruff's Bruce Wayne. I'm saying this is like what if McGruff's McGruff had a crime fighting alter ego. Remember, you're a crime dog. Everyone's talking about you. <laughs> a McGruff is that you? No. <laughs> Stop crying. It just. <laughs> I'll I'll find like some clips. It's a, something I've always noticed. And before everyone sends out their pitchforks or batterings, uh, Christian Bale as Batman is fine. His voice in the first one was good, and it just kind of slid a little bit. Not enough to make me go, uh, whatever. But it, you know, you can notice the change. But with Conroy, you never got that. It was always like steadfast, like that. His Batman voice was just so commanding, but his Bruce Wayne voice was like mirthful and had all this stuff like the perfect cover for a Batman, um, you know, as a character. And he just did that with his voice. Yeah. So I mean, let's compare him to another one of the people who voice acted Batman in some of the animated movies. Uh, Bruce Greenwood. Is someone who's come to mind. He's he's done Batman multiple times in the DC animated movies. And anytime they show Bruce Wayne, it's just Bruce Greenwood. And then when they show Batman, he's still doing Bruce Greenwood. Like, it's the exact same voice. And whatever. I mean, he's doing his thing, and he's fine uh, as Batman. He, I don't know if he was one of my favorites. But uh, not to, like, put someone down to, to build Kevin Conroy up. But it just shows how subtle and nuanced of a performance that actually is, and not just like an easy modulation. Yeah, no, it's a, it, yeah, it's a like I'm Batman. Yeah, that dude kind of has a weird mechanicalness to his voice. Uh, the Bruce Greenwood you're talking about, it mm-hmm. was uh, it was okay. But like whenever I'd hear any voice that wasn't Kevin Conroy, I'd question it. Uh, with the exception here being Diedrich Bader. I feel like his voice works perfectly for Brave and the Bold. And, yeah, for uh, a certain type of Batman, he is very well suited. A more yeah. cartoonish, uh, sort of uh, laissez-faire Batman. Yeah, but like in terms of like really the perfect sounding, definitely the Batman I think about anytime someone, it, like you said, even comparing it to live action performances, I'm, I'm comparing it to like Conroy's. Batman, I'm comparing his Bruce Wayne to it. It doesn't help that, you know, certain people write things differently. And I would say Paul Denny and Bruce Tim and the you know, the wonderful people behind Batman the animated series 
felt like they understood the source material, like they did a lot more of their homework than some of the others who've, you know, uh, directed films to a certain degree. But like this, to me, is the culmination. Everything that came out of his mouth was Batman. This is Batman. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Um, and I think that you see how much heavy lifting uh, Conroy's Batman actually does when you play through the Arkham games, because those aren't necessarily by the same creative team as Batman the Animated Series, but it's still you're like, uh, hell yeah, I'm in, I'm in it. I mean, they're, it helps that they're also very well written, but uh, his performance just lends that... Uh, it does a lot of lifting, I think, for me. I think the the dialogue could just be okay, but as long as it's coming out of uh, Kevin Conroy's mouth, suddenly I'm just entranced. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm right there with you. the The Arkham series is still, I think, some of the best you know superhero games we've ever gotten, and I definitely will say the best like Batman games we've ever gotten. And it, it's to a large part to his voice performance, the voice performance of others, because, you know, getting Mark Hamill, getting like these, these voices that are so ingrained with these characters in your head. Like I couldn't picture playing those games voiced by anyone else. That's why even, you know, origins, which doesn't feature either one of them, Arkham origins there doesn't feature either one of them. It's definitely the lowest one on my list out of all those games. It pulls me almost right out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have only benefited from his uh, his contribution. It, it was a bad game for a lot of reasons, but it would have been measurably better had he participated. Yeah, like, exactly. Just at least that performance would carry it. And at that point, being a Batman as long as he had been, maybe help them with some of the the lines, you know, help them guide them along <laughs> a little bit. Like, Bruce you know, would never say this. Yeah, and be like, no, we want him talking about his Jamba Juice smoothie. <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, I got Alfred. Alfred, I got the I got the wheatgrass shot this time. Alfred, get me a new one. I hate it. <clears throat> the wheatgrass makes the taste real bad. <laughs> very good, sir. Very good. Uh, would you care for your normal strawberries wild with uh, uh, a uh, protein boost instead? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, I, I cannot tell you how in the like existential dumps I have been in since hearing this news because of not knowing that I won't, you know, I could go back and visit his amazing catalog, but I'll, I won't get more and that's me being a hundred percent selfish yeah but there is some there is that feeling of i mean it is a loss of a sort when you are realize that the, there is just like this type of art this version of the art that you like of the entertainment that you like just will never exist in the world again and there'll never be more of it and there's a finality of that to that and it is like really upsetting and it takes it is takes a while to process you know like you said neither of us knew uh him personally uh but uh boy we're just huge fans of uh, what he put out there into the world and uh it's a real shame that that we're not going to get that anymore 
You're right. It's a little selfish because <laughs> it's like, give me more stuff to consume. Uh, but man, he's just the best at it. And it just is like the world's a little less bright without him in it, I guess. Oh, for sure. And I think that's what I really miss the most. Those type, the, that type of thing, knowing that someone is in the world. Whether they're working or not, but knowing that they still exist feels like it makes the world a little brighter. And when that, you know, uh, star gets extinguished, it, you know, it darkens the world a little bit. And, you know, for this year has been exceptionally rough for creators and people who've like, for myself, my formative years and kind of, you know, established you know, who I thought I was, uh, you know, in terms of like the building blocks. And he is, you know, definitely one of them. Like he is the voice. He's not just the voice of Batman. He is Batman. And like that it will always be with me. And it's just one of those things. I was just like, shit, man, like 66. He had so much more to give. I just wish he'd, you know, be able to relax and enjoy his time. And instead, this is just, you know, yeah, taken away. Um, I I don't think I'm going out on a limb here, but I am going to say this. And if it's too extreme, you let me know. But fuck cancer. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing about cancer is feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to. Uh, but no, fuck them. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, geez, what a radical position, John. I don't know if we should keep this in. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see how I feel. You know, I'll, I'll see how I feel about it. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really think about it. Yeah, no, of course, fuck cancer, fuck cancer. Yeah. Uh, it's but, just uh, yeah, sad. Yeah. Definitely sad. He did get to play Bruce Wayne uh, in live action one time on the, the CW, the, the CW, WWWB. On one of their big old season-ending crossover events that they love to do. What a joy those were back when. Remember the, when those were in their heyday? How fun was that? Uh, oh, man, that was like the best part. I was like, you're never going to get better superhero television than this, 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 this. <sighs> and then, you know, eventually <laughs> Disney was like, hold my everything. But <laughs> Sure. I mean, it was in that timeline compared to how it was with, say, all the uh, DC movies that were coming out at that point. Oh yeah. This was nothing but a breath of fresh air. Um, you know what I mean? Like that. And to see him be able to play Batman in some form or fashion. Oh yeah. It was so dope. I was so happy for him. He did an incredible job. Like he acts circles around pretty much everyone else that is in that episode. Uh, my only regret is that they made him wear that giant exoskeleton. And then, like, half of his dialogue has zoot, 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 zoot under it. It's just like, this sucks, you guys. Who's, whose idea was this? You think Bruce Wayne would make, wouldn't make a fucking exoskeleton that wasn't like zoot, zoot, zoot every I mean, time he had to go take a shit or something? He's for sure making some whisper quiet shit. I mean, that's kind of like his whole bag. It's his whole thing. Is being stealthy instead. He's just like, oh, there he goes. He's going down to get some breakfast. Zoot. Yeah, it's like someone just blowing a kazoo, like a quarter kazoo from little <laughs> gotcha. Like, 
I mean, it it did very much remind me of like the silver guy, you know, uh, in Times Square or something. The robot man. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was just because people were like, uh, people might not believe he's a Batman, and I, and I say to you, uh, we know he's Batman. You don't need to put him in that thing. I know you're yeah. trying to ape the Kingdom Come Batman, but it's cool. Like, I get it. He's yeah, just older Batman. It's tried. okay. They tried to do that. Oh, man. Sometimes you got to, like, look at your budget and look at the source material and be like, let's just do something else. Let's do Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, that would have been fine, too. Just turtleneck. Cane. White hair, yeah. cane. Don't even give him the white hair. He just like, we know what he's trying to do. Give him the turtleneck. Give him Ace. You know, find yourself a, a bat hound for him to hang out with. And everyone yeah. would been like, I mean, once he's doing the lines, you know it's Batman. Like, I mean, you hear the voice. He is so, like, I'm not kidding. No, no disrespect to the other people on that show. But it's like a, act, the, like a master actor is just giving like a lesson to a bunch of students. They're just they're acting like they're in a cartoon. He is like giving the gravitas that Batman demands as a character. Well, is there's that I mean that's the thing. That is the 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 calling of a true actor. I mean, you know, he attended Juilliard. It wasn't like he was a slouch as a professional actor, a theater actor. You know, he's gotten rave reviews for his uh, Hamlet, and I believe it. Like, I would I would love to be able to go back in time to see him do that performance, because I know he'd give it, you know, the, the respect that it needs. But it's also like an actor like this who's willing to take something that is, you know, in by all accounts, kind of silly, but provide a level of seriousness to it that gives it actual weight. Versus, you know, someone who's just like, hey, 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 look, I'm just making another, you know, another, another two dollars, another two dollars <laughs> on the company coin, you know, <laughs> I'm having, fun, I'm having fun with it, and that's fine. But you could tell he's also having fun with it, and that's the enjoyable part, you know. And I mean, you know, he was roommates with Christopher Reeves, so Batman and Superman stayed in the same dorm room. That's a that's pretty crazy, right? Who who would have thunk it? That's what a coinky dink. Yeah, them and Robin Williams too. Like same dorm as as both same of them. Same dorm, yeah. Wow, that's a powerhouse. That's a powerhouse dorm right there. What's in the water? Yeah, I need to go over there and just start scraping the the, the stagnant pools of Julia's water. Maybe I'll get some talent. That's not true. Here, I'm going to send you a picture. This is a piece of fan art that somebody did of Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. Just check it out and see how what a opportunity they missed out on <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. No, right. Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earth. Infinite. Yeah, no, this is, that would have, yeah, that, I, see, I said Ace. And Ace is in this uh, yeah. picture, and that's what I would have done. And yeah, that looks a lot better than giving him a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, China disposable plastic plate armor. Zoot! 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 <laughs> he's, he's nothing but a zoot suit, right? <laughs> when he came down the stairs, and I was like, oh no, what is happening? 
It's like, why must he do that? They're not going to do this, right? Oh, they are going to do it. Oh, God. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Oh, you're still doing it. Oh, you've done He's it. like, JK, I'm evil, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you say that again? I can't hear you. What, <laughs> Bruce? <laughs> what is about a rave of terror? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, but he, get, like you said, he gave it a thousand percent. That's the thing. You you could watch it. It is silly in a lot of ways. It is. If you watched it on mute, it would be very. <laughs> it might actually approach funny. Uh, but I mean, like, what a perfect, uh, what a perfect performance given the, the given what he was the material he was working with. It's it's just a testament to how he elevates the material regardless of it is just by you know being a part of it yeah and having as long as he did with it was as long as he's had with this character and as many different mediums as he's had with this character to finally have this recognized as like you know his live action portrayal of this yeah he he knows how do i this might now this might sound controversial he knows what like the right batman is and I mean, no disrespect, but everyone kind of has their own take on it. And some takes are better than others, or some takes typically focus on one aspect of Batman. But there's truly a totality about how he approaches everything, even a, a CW show. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And uh, and I think uh, to me, it's... It's his Batman fits the most with how I imagine Batman. Yeah. Uh, and so I guess, like, that's why, just because, I mean, for a, a myriad of reasons. Like, I I liked the I liked the Tim Burton Batman movies, obviously, when I was a kid. And we wouldn't, I don't think we would have Batman the Animated Series were it not for those movies. Yep. Or at least in the form that we have them today. That being said... Like I had this, I had similar problem. Like I, I liked B- Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. He never like felt really like Batman to me. Really, I was raised on Adam West, so I, I was coming in with, with like a weird perspective anyway. Uh, but when the Batman the animated series came along, that really is when you know Batman in a form other than comics clicked for me and i was like okay this is this is my batman i love this show i I want to watch every single moment of it and it really defined how i it really defined like it set the basis of how i think about batman Mm -hmm. his relationship to his rogues gallery and like how i what the gotham in my head is and how i like compare it you know what i compare it to when i see the live action version of it uh so and he's a he. I mean, and he's just as big of a part of that as any of those other visual things. So, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I had to figure out a way to um, articulate my feelings because it was something that, like I said, it really shook me to my core way more. It, you know, we've said before, it's not like anyone knew who he was. I, mean, I didn't know him in real life. But I think the by extension of when they play a character, someone you, you know, like I grew up reading and, you know, very much like you, Adam West, the bright knight, here we are. You know, like 
all those feelings were just like hitting me about like what he represented and how well I think he portrayed this character that I hold so near and dear to my heart. So I had to write down like the first time I heard his voice and experience Batman, the animated series, which then became like appointment television for me. Like I would rush home because I wanted to make sure I could catch a new episode. Like I didn't care about anything else, but that was what I wanted to watch. Like I had to see it because I was like ensorcelled by that, uh, pre-screening we got like months before the show actually came up didn't even have the title sequence the title sequence was like chef kiss you know to an already perfect program as far as i was concerned and this is just like 12 year old me but it 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 like very much like you it seared who this character is and my expectations are so much so it's like it really is like the litmus test in which I weigh all other versions of this character. It's why I probably give so much shit to like the Snyderverse stuff because I'm just like it just doesn't feel like Batman. And anyone who like read Batman or understood Batman would realize this the things that you're having him do would be abhorrent. Like he wouldn't put up with any of that stuff. But you're like, oh, my Batman kill. You enjoy that. Doesn't he look good doing CrossFit? No, who gives a shit? I want my Batman <laughs> to be, you know, like... He needs to be, like, old-timey strongman fit. You know, like, a just a barrel-chested <laughs> hunk yeah. of a man. An upside-down triangle, triangle of a man. Exactly. Triangles to the left, triangles, you know, and he's just strong. He's got broad shoulders. You know, a, 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 a deadly right hook or uppercut. And, you know, a razor wit, but also, like, conscious of not rolling his Batmobile with people's cars in it and just, you know, murdering everybody in that car. I mean, Batfleck killed a lot of people in that movie. Let's let's not put it in. Well, Kevin Conroy is, he publicly has stated that he's uncomfortable with that, the betrayal of Batman in, specifically in Batman v Superman, uh case of the century trial of the century <laughs> century, yeah well rightfully so because it's like he would do anything that he it's like you know the character well enough he would do anything to try to stop that from happening he don't have a problem hurting you to make you think twice about any future crimes you're going to commit but he's not going to go to the point where he's like oh i'm just going to roll you around in this car an ungodly amount of times or <laughs> you know throw you and it just it just like it's just hard to explain to those who just might think about it in one form or fashion but i mean i know you get it uh but in terms of <clears throat> trying to explain like what you know this person who i never got to meet and i don't know what i would say if i did meet him i probably <laughs> You know, how much he meant for me in that portrayal. Heaven's sakes, my dog's name is Batman. Yeah. I mean. Yo, I mean, like, I think anyone who listens to the show knows that this is a this is a Batman-heavy show. <laughs> we have multiple episodes dedicated to the Dark Knight exclusively. And, uh, indeed, mm. many episodes de- dedicated to the, um, the Batman the Animated Series itself. The uh, the vehicle for Bruce Timm's genius to 
um, to uh, proliferate around the world. Wouldn't it be weird? You know, we would still have Bruce Timm's uh, Amazing Batman, but have you seen the screen test with uh, Tim Curry's Joker? So... <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Curry, I didn't realize you were here. Um... <laughs> here, take some toxic gas. <laughs> so, please correct me if I'm wrong. That clip is actually from It. And people just usually overlay it on top of like a picture of the Joker. Really? Because I thought I saw an animated one with his actual lines in it that weren't about clowns. I mean, everything I heard, I felt it was from it because they never got that far in the, uh, in like the record. It was more like they were still looking for people, but I don't think they did anything more. But if you have something that shows animated him there and it is lines from the show versus lines from like, Hey, Georgie, we all float down here, Georgie. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> open to watching think it. What I listened to did not contain anything. You that's, sure? The, any lines that said Georgie. You sure? He's <laughs> like, you know, every time he's looking at Batman, he's like, hey, hey, Georgie, you want to come float down here, Georgie? And he's just like, yeah, that's a weird thing to call Batman, but okay, I'm with it. It, that was <laughs> that was the thing I read about it. So I that's why I said, please correct me if I'm wrong. The Cape Crusader is over here. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be a bad take on it, but having Hamill the way we did, I, I couldn't take a curry now, but, you know, but back then, it wasn't bad. I'm sure he'd just sound like a more vindictive, evil-sounding joker. Really, <laughs> like you know, like he was cast as Joker, though, right? <laughs> that that part of the story isn't a lie. Well, he may have been cast, but I don't. What I'm saying is, like the one clip that I've seen, and this sounds different than the one you did. So let's just I will set it up for you. But I remember this. It was a picture of the Joker, not animated. And these lines, and then the, you know, it was one of those articles like, did you know Tim Curry was the original voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series? And I was like, oh, I got to hear that line. And then I heard it, and I was like, I think that's from It. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I think you figured it out. Yeah, so that's what I'm just saying. I think it just it was from It. But if there's something that shows, like, footage, and it's like, you know, Tim Curry doing Joker lines. I'm all for it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying when I saw that, I was like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think that's it at all. <laughs> I think that's someone just, I think that's someone doing one of those, um, uh, trying to, you know, will it into existence, but I don't think the actual material would exist. Um, but that's me. But if you got something, I'm totally down to watch it, see what it is and all that stuff. But <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I think, I think in terms of, yeah, he had the, he was originally chosen for the role. Uh, uh, Kevin Conroy uh, wanted to audition for Bullock. He didn't want to do Batman because apparently he thought that would probably be too boring. And the only reason why he auditioned for Batman was because the crew was like, you should audition for Batman. We think you make a good Batman. 
But if not, just picture if he was just Bullock. And then we got someone yeah, else. Yeah, I wonder what it would be a very interesting take on Bullock. Because I doubt he would have done the Batman voice. He probably would have given it some sort of like Brooklyn y edge to it. Well, but... he, I mean, like in those early episodes, you hear him like four or five times doing different voices. And, you know, obviously you can pick out his voice from everything else. He's He's not a. You know, like, his voice is very distinct. I think even when he tries to affect it to sound like something else, I'm like, oh, no, it's Kevin Conroy trying to sound like something else. Um, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, that his Bullock would be really weird. I'd be like, mm, his voice sounds too fit for the way they draw Bullock. <laughs> He's like, hello, I'm Bullock. Every, you're supposed to not like me, but you love me for some reason. Yeah, I've never thought I'd say this, but can you get rid of that Batman character? I need. Can a we just show have a show about Bullock? Bullock? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you can right. have you can have him chasing Batman. That's fine. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if this is real or not. You've got me questioning everything, but this is apparently there's a tweet. And could this you is from, not? Could you not find the longest link ever of all times? Holy hey, don't blame me. Blame Elon Musk's Twitter through a search engine on a web client. Uh, but this is like, this, I almost believe this is real because it is so bad. And I don't know if you're... Uh, I'm listening to it. Hey, it's me, the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I see Batman shiver with anticipation. <laughs> okay, you don't have to watch oh, the whole thing. <laughs> well, no, like it started doubling play, and I was just going like, "That sounds—it's a choice." Yeah, that's sounds... that's like someone I would recast. <laughs> Yeah, that that I think would have made the show uh, uh, worse. Yeah, but you can kind of <laughs> see Batman. That oh wow, that was crazy, and it was playing twice. So I was getting it in both ears. I was like, "Where is that? Where did that second <laughs> link open?" So apologies. Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting uh, audio medium. People, need, uh, <laughs> people need feedback. <laughs> Holy McJeeva's balls! That's I don't. But you can also kind of see where Mark Hamill was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to use a little of this in my performance, but just the good parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder if they were. I wonder now. See, it makes me wonder what like Andrea Romano was looking for in terms of Joker. Like, yeah, this upsweet. See, so there's like so many little things, but I'm glad that we got. Uh, you know, no pun intended here. This the dynamic duo of you know Conroy's Batman and Hamill as the Joker because they work so well together. And if I remember correctly, their recordings were like all in person. That was slightly different than most cartoons were doing. Huh? That's so, awesome. Way so, way to elevate the 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 art. Well, you know, actors know you get the best performance with having someone there versus just trying to approximate how you'd feel. Because it, it does, you know, sometimes you watch maybe those cartoons that, how I put it, aren't so great. And they there's, feel like they're. There's a couple. Yeah, you know, and they're not necessarily in the same room, you know what I mean? Like, 
you think they're in the same room, but not really in the same room type of thing because it just feels off. But with the way that these two played off each other, you you got like so much more. And I mean, especially with Mask of the Phantasm. Holy smokes, that movie. You know, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's, you know, it's, it, it is a showcase for both of them, especially Kevin Conroy, because we get so much earlier, you know, like younger Bruce Wayne. And I think about like that one scene where he's just like, uh, talking to his parents at the grave when it's raining because he's happy. Sure. Yeah. And he's just like, I, you know, I, I'll give money to the cops. I'll do this stuff. But like Conroy does such a masterful performance with that because you can hear like the sorrow and the confusion and like not realizing that he never expected himself to be happy again as a person because of that faithful night mm -hmm. and it's done so well. Like, Holy, Truly. Holy, Holy McJeebus. It's done so well. Yeah, uh, what a tour de force performance, and when one of those one of those rare instances where you get a TV show, a cartoon that translates into a movie that is genuinely every bit as good uh, as the cartoon. Yeah, did you uh, did you get a chance? Did you see that in theaters, or did you see it at home? That's a great question. I, you know, I I think if I I I don't remember, and I think if I had seen it. In theaters, I would remember. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I do. I remember. I saw it in theaters. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. AMC Kabuki 8. We saw it opening weekend. I think we saw it that Saturday. And it wasn't a lot of people in the theater. And I'm like looking around going, this is high theater. Why aren't you all, why aren't more people watching this with me? Like, you know, it was you know, a light crowd, but we, I don't even think it was in the biggest house, which is theater one there. I think it was like in theater six upstairs, but I was just so engrossed with it because like even the opening score is so much like grandiose, like and the bigger sweeping views. You're like, what? You know, my kid brain was like, wow, this is amazing. My adult brain's like, man, they, they spent a couple of bucks on this. You know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Gotham is so much bigger and so much grandiose, but oh, I loved it. And I loved the, the phantasm and the twist there. And again, just kind of seeing, I, I've always been a fan of Bruce Wayne's transformation into Batman. Cause while, you know, like it took him a while and obviously the bat flying through his Either depending on who you are, either it came in through the fireplace or crash of the window or, you know, wh whatever you pick, pick your bat poison. I don't care how he <laughs> got this in. I'm not going to hold it against you, but I've always been a fan of like someone who's dedicating themselves to this, you know, life and what they're going through and like watching him, seeing him in his karate gi and kicking and stuff. You're like, yeah. And it, it was just a, such a like wonderful experience. And then this whole you know, love story subplot and then like even kind of giving us hints of the Joker and who he was before he was the Joker and how all these uh, interwoven things. But it was such a fun time for me. It was just like watching a really long episode of the uh, show, but with no commercial breaks. So yeah. I always appreciated that, you know. 
yeah, such an amazing performance, such an amazing movie, such an incredible career. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I think I think that that, that will be it for us this week. Again, let us raise our cups to Kevin Conroy. What an amazing outsized impact he has had on entertainment and our lives and, you know, uh, Batman in general. Here's to you. You will be missed. To the best night. To the best night. Could not have said it better myself. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We enjoyed making it for you. And thanks for joining us if you chose to. If you're all the way here at the end, thank you for joining us as we process and work through our feelings about the passing of this legend on air and sharing it with you. And hopefully maybe if you're feeling sad too, you're able to, to uh, you know, maybe you feel a little bit better after listening to this. It sure, certainly is what we would hope. So, without further ado, take it away, Forest Cobblepot. <laughs> a big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thank you, Forrest Cobblepot. Remember, folks. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman! You certainly are. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 